Hey, how you going? Welcome to episode number 57 of the Average Man Podcast, wherever I may roam. And welcome to 2020, man. First episode of the year, and I'm pretty pumped. I've been waiting for the 20s since back in the 90s, since the 90s finished. And it's not just because I'm like sentimental and I uh, that was the best years of my life or anything like that. It's just because the 20s sound so much cooler. We had the noughties, which is kind of a bit lame, and then we had the the, the decade in between the noughties and now, I guess you'd call it the teens, but no one really did call it the teens. It was just like a weird spot we were in. And then now we're back into the 20s, man. And I think of the 20s, I think of like um, alcohol prohibition and dudes in three-piece suits, three piece suits um, all those old gangsters, the cool cars, ballroom dancing, that kind of um, nostalgic kind of feel to it, man. Uh, and I love that period, a real big period. Uh, sort of nerd guy so I love the 20s and I'm stoked we're back in them man hey um yeah first episode of the of the year this one is a chat with my brother-in-law um Ryan Christensen now he is a really interesting dude he'll tell you about himself in the podcast anyway um, he's done a bit of traveling recently him and my sister and their kids have been um they spent three months over in Indonesia traveling around to a bunch of different places living you know like not in the typical western sort of um, hotel scenarios they really kind of just winged it went from spot to spot stay with little people yeah, some hotels some better breakfasts with other people that they met along the way all that kind of gear uh, he's done a bit of traveling around Australia with my sister also uh, and just an interesting dude man uh, they were recently on yellow alert from the fires up in um, where they live in the northern suburbs of Perth there which is obviously a big topic around the whole country at the moment so we've got his perspective on that whole thing and, and yeah just had a really good yarn with him there was so much more shit I could have covered I didn't get a time I didn't get a chance to get into because you know we, we blew up an hour just on, on, on a few major topics and really I think next time I catch up with him uh, when I'm down Perthway I'll um, we'll do another podcast and go a bit deeper man because I've got heaps of shit I want to chat to him about uh, yeah uh, I'll leave it at that jump straight into it now episode number 57 wherever I may roam here we go first one for the year boy yeah boom and we're on okay uh, well, welcome to episode number 57 of the Average Man Podcast. I've got my brother-in-law, Ryan Christensen, here. How you going, mate? I'm doing all right, mate. Very, Very good. good. So, um, yeah, Ryan, I'll do a little bit of an intro, mate, and let you t- tell Let's us about it. yourself a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. As I said, he's my brother-in-law. You're a Baptist minister, pastor, what do you call it? Yeah, either of those will do. Either of those. Yeah. And uh, the chaplain. Chaplain, yeah. Chaplain as well. And you're doing some sort of, some sort of counselling stuff as well? Yeah. Uh, Outside of that, or? yeah, yeah. So uh, probably not not so much in a in a paid capacity. Every every now and again, someone will you know get in contact with me and, w- yep. and want to have a chat, work some things through. Um, but yep. doing a bit of study in the background to to kit me up in that direction. Yeah, yeah, cool. So all right, man, a- and also martial arts enthusiast. I enjoy martial arts. Yeah, yes. had a little bit of a class here today, did you? Yeah, I, I did. I had I had a um, well, he actually bailed on me, the young fella. That's okay. It just did, didn't didn't work out this week. But um, no, okay. Um, but yes, I did a bit with my son instead. But yep. Yeah, like to um, do, uh, do a bit of just really mongrel yeah. MMA, really dirty, <laughs> just messed up. You were doing some like Krag uh, Krag McGrath type stuff. Yeah, as well. sort of. Krav come. What's the ha- what's the actual pronunciation there? I think I think it's called Krav Maga. Krav Krav, Krav Maga. Yeah, yeah, Maga. So. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Give me one second here, mate. Yeah, let's do it. Back on. Yeah. So I uh, <coughs> I stopped the recording there and had a bit of a check of the um. I'm getting some better waves there. Check yeah. had a check of the audio because my last podcast I was just telling Ryan before I got some really bad audio with um with Glo- of Gloria when I did the Gloria and Nikki podcast. So yeah. I'm a bit bit paranoid about it yeah so <laughs> um but yeah now we're back on yeah. martial arts enth- enthusiast mate and you've bought you've been with my sister for how long now have we uh 2005 we got married so that's 14 years married 14 years married 14 years a couple of years before that so. yeah yeah nice yeah it's yeah. been a long time it's long isn't time, it man. long time been in the brother-in-law for a long time yeah 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 you have yeah. just a brother really but you know, you know yeah. they, they call it brother-in-law yeah, so. <laughs> but True. man so are you on you're sort of on holidays you've got a bug on your microphone yeah, man I do. he's it's trying like, to get in the action there it's like, yeah it's all right it's gone <laughs> yeah yeah got, no i am i'm on uh half-time holidays so the um the good thing about uh being a chaplain is i get to work in the education system, because uh, mm. I'm a school chaplain, 
And uh, so essentially, this, this, the same holidays that the teachers get, yep. uh, I, I collect those. Yeah, nice. Um, so the other job, because it's because it's a half time gig, so yep. I go half time holidays uh, when the kids go on holidays. So it's yep. good. So then the church gig obviously rolls on yeah. year round, sort of sort of sort of deal, man. So um, last year we had the big family holiday down Waruna. We, we all got the the house together, which yeah, was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah. Sickness. Yeah. The sick, yeah, yeah, yeah we were all crook, man. <laughs> it was awful, yeah. But, you know, we made the most of it. Yeah. yeah, we did. And I was saying, I remember we were saying at the time that we will we'll remember the holiday, especially the kids, and we won't, yeah. you know, remember the feeling of how sick we all were. You know, yes. we know we were sick, and you can look yeah, at that yeah. photo online and go, oh, yeah, yeah, we were crook, even though we were hamming it up for the camera. Yeah. But, you know, you don't remember that. You don't remember no, that. No, no, it's a beautiful thing about nostalgia. It's a, it's a fascinating, <laughs> yeah. it's a fascinating thing that it just sort of transforms the past. But uh, it does. You re, you remember the feelings, the good feeling, you know, and we were really sick, rotten too. But you know, it doesn't yeah. sort of hang around the same way. Yeah. Look, I've, I, I've, I've sometimes when I'm talking to people uh, in a counselling capacity. I talk about uh, about the nostalgic effect. It's just, it's a wonderful thing that that if you can get someone to the place you help them to understand that whatever you're going through at the moment it's not worth bailing on your life or it's not worth mm. uh self-destruction or any or built, putting in destructive habits in the present because the nostalgic effect will kick in yeah if you can get yeah. past get it, through it it'll it, it changes it's, it's it's quite a mysterious thing the memory's a funny thing hey because like it's a memory of a memory after a certain period of time. Like yeah. we we're just talking about computer uh, storage and memory yep. a minute ago, and really, like we don't have a memory like a computer that actually stored in there. You know, we have snapshots of of what yeah. happened, and then I think the the idea is that you tell yourself that story again, then you have a memory of the story you just told yourself, and then yeah. so on and so forth, which is why they can change. And it's one of the um, it's one of the things that I I find that I have to hold myself account to. Is mm. it uh, because when you're a public speaker, so it, I suppose in the ministry, I suppose you do a lot of public speaking. And uh, one of the things I find that good public speaking is filled with anecdotes and stories. And uh, it's quite often that I'll come away and I'll go, oh, do you know what? That felt embellished or that felt, I, I, thought, I think I'm remembering that different to what it actually was. Yeah. And, and I sort of beat myself about uh, up a bit afterwards because, you know, there's, there's an element of integrity when you're talking to people in public. You yeah. want to tell them the truth. Yep. But the truth in that sense becomes a little fluid, which is kind of kind yeah. of difficult to communicate. I mean... You want stories to um, to be compelling as well, though, don't you? And you want well, people you do. to leave a mark. And, uh, you do, yeah. you do, exactly. And um, you, know, you, go, you, know, you, can, you can tell a story, just the details, without any of the human emotion in it, and it can come off pretty, pretty bland and people go, all right, man... Nice, cool, good, cool story, good man. Good story, man. <laughs> That's no really, a, I'm really getting anything from it. Yeah, you could pull a little bit of flair around the outside just yeah. so they could feel the emotions and things yeah. like that, you know. Which that's all right, as long as you keep yourself in check, which you obviously it is. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you don't, you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> can't just but make them up. You what, what's, what's the, how's the saying go? Um, never let the truth get in the way of a good yarn. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but chopper eat, I think. Yeah, that's <laughs> chops. Yeah, that's great. Old mate, chops. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so somewhere in the middle there, you got to find. Yeah, the, the, there's a happy balance, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, just, yeah. Okay, man. So you're sort of, sort of, a little bit on holidays. It's a bit. It's obviously more chilled out time, time of year for you. Yeah, as it is for most of us. Um, I just, I've been on a three week holiday uh, at the moment, mm. driving home tomorrow. This is the last, sorry, the first podcast of 2020. Nice. Um, which is nice, yeah, pretty good. I was a bit worried about not doing one for it would have been a month or something. You so, know, so yeah, I think you back. said fifty-two at the start, was it? Fifty-seven. Fifty-seven at the start. So, so how many years is that? Because I've been kept, keeping track of the years. So, started about June, July, probably July in twenty eighteen. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, a year and a half. That's good, great. A good year and a half. That's yeah. good. And That's up until probably November of last year, they were pretty, pretty consistent. For, mm. uh, um, weekly, I yep. had a couple of missed episodes, a couple of failed episodes that turned into missed episodes, yep. um, and then November to, to like the, before I left in December, kind of really was fortnightly. Mm. Just man, I um, I struggled through the last couple of months of last year, you know, just with motivation and being a bit run down and yep. trying to keep it all turning. So mm. I'm sure people 
can relate to that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I, 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 the reason I ask is I recognise that. Well, I took up probably not in the same capacity or at the same level that what you're doing is, is I took up a hobby a couple of years ago mm. and what I've noticed is that regularly doing something you just can't help but develop a skill mm. and, and it's and it stands out yeah and, and what most people look at it as you know people look at things and go wow it's amazing what you're doing or that's oh, it's, you're so gifted mm. you're so talented it's, it's genius how do you do that how do you pull that off and you go I just keep doing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of the deal. Yep. Um, so like yeah, you look at someone who's doing something like you say, it could be any hobby. They could be yeah. windsurfing down there, and you go, "Oh man, look at these dudes! How they did yeah. crazy! Did a backflip! How do they do that? Yeah, could never do that. Well, you couldn't now. Yeah, maybe in a year. Give from you now give yourself or, two or three years. And yeah, you know, it's yeah. It's one of the great things about getting to your sort of your middle age, to your forties, is, mm. you, is um, some accumulated skills behind yeah, you. Yeah, you look back and you go, actually. That wasn't that hard. It just took a long time. Yeah, yep, yep. Uh, Consistency. That's all it was. You know, oh, I know a little bit about engines, or I can, I'll know a little bit another language, Not or I know a little bit. You know, <laughs> you know, how do you do that? How do you do? How do you even that? understand that? YouTube. So yeah. you have to be interested though, or you have to yeah, want to yeah, learn, yeah, which is yeah. why I'm no good at computers. Yeah. Or um. So mechanics oh, it's a pretty pretty nice kit you got here though. i got a pretty You've good sorted setup. that out i could so i can handle what i've got going here yeah but there's been some some teething problems along the way oh, i had right. a good tutor back in headland um yeah. brad holder you know he's the the guy from pcc productions there okay. he's hooked helped me hook hook up this whole mm. setup here and you know he's he's really involved doing the community he's involved yeah. in the c3 church up there as well gets involved in the carols yep. and really really busy guy really great mind for um, you know, all, all the audio, t- yeah, 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 tech kit, it's it's a proper it's sound a, tech, so. looks good, yeah, yeah it so. works well, it's nice and easy for me, yeah, so. but winning, uh, yeah, winning, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, man, you just keep doing things, eh, and slowly yeah. get better as long as you, you're trying to get better, yeah, yeah, well, that's it, isn't it? It's, I mean, um, so I've, you know, you know that I've been trying to do this, uh, trying to take underwater photography, mm, yeah, and that, um, it's been really amazing because you know, you, and and you can't help but I, I suppose it. Because you're doing podcasts, you'd probably compare yourself every day to the other. Again, to do you? Yeah, to, you, to other podcasts. Yeah, you check other podcasts and go, well, uh, what happened there? Okay, yeah. Oh, that's uh, Back nice. on your own stuff, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I make sure I listen to everything. And you the go, worst what thing in the world What is was listening. going on with yeah. that? You know, yeah. oh, okay. You know, but you know you can do it. You can fix it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. why yeah. I'll make myself listen to it. And that's one of the worst things in, in the world is listening to your own voice, you know, for mm. a lot of people when I'm yep. <clears throat> in that basket. But I go, okay, I've got to listen to it. Was it good? Was mm. it crap? Did I think it was good and it was crap? Or did I think yeah. it was crap and it was good? Or was yep. I doing something I wasn't aware of? You know, like mm. even the little things, my um, routing off of my ING words, I was really paranoid about huh. it at the beginning and I would make sure I finished all my words, you know, uh, fishing, I'm going fishing, I'm not going <laughs> fishing. And I think I've, I've eased off on that a lot yeah, now. interesting. But, you know, just because I, I, I listened back to it, I thought, you know what? I do want to try and make it li- listener friendly, but at the same time, I've got to make, I've got to, it's got to flow the way yeah. I talk. I, I do catch myself if I hear myself saying something really dumb, you know, which yeah, is fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm an Aussie. We do have pretty. Well, so we do, but and and everyone has a um, everyone has an, has a thing that mm. makes it makes it possible to caricature humans. Mm. Is yeah. a simple fact that we do things. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I we don't talk like Siri. No, 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 no. Yeah. I I remember. Yeah. Uh, this, had this kid in the youth group years ago and I said to him, oh, he goes, oh, you, I can't remember. Here I go with the anecdote. Oh, I've got to remember now. I can't, yeah, no, can't yeah, remember. Yeah, memory, memory, memory. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, something like, so the conversation was along the lines of, oh, I've got to go do some public speaking this week. Mm. Oh, I'm a bit nervous and this, that and the other. He goes, oh, yeah. Bit nervous, are you? I want, hey, how's your public speaking going to go? What's it going to be? Mumble, 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 Jesus, mumble, mumble, Jesus. <laughs> and I just looked at, I looked at him and I'm like, uh, I suppose I do mumble a bit, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, thanks, man. He, yeah. he could only caricature me because yeah, because it do. was a thing. It's a thing. That's what I do. Yeah. I cut off sentences halfway through. And, uh, yeah, you know, so. yeah, yeah. I do it. My wife pulls me up on it all the time. <laughs> when I'm when I'm trying to give instructions on something that I'm actually figuring out as well. I yeah. notice I only give half instructions Yep. and she pulls me up on it all the time. But, you know, then I'll go, you know what? I do that at work too. Like <laughs> if I know what exactly what I want done, I'll lay out a plan and I'll be pretty clear about it. But if I'm like, yep. man, I've, I have no idea. We'll figure it out on the fly. And then dudes asking questions, you're like, yeah, we'll just um, 
yeah, we'll let's grab this thing here and then, um, yeah, we'll just make that happen. And they're like, what? <laughs> I don't know, man. All right. I'm figuring it out on the You fly. didn't say anything, boss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well. Um, man, but the, uh, I don't know where I was going to go with that for a second, but um, yeah, well, the anecdote and, and the memory of a memory, it's funny. Um, obviously, dad, my, my father-in-law, my father-in-law, your father-in-law, my, my father dad, yeah. your, your, <laughs> your father-in-law, father. my actual father, he, he said the same thing about, you know, an anecdote's a really good way to get, you know, a crowd or whatever mm. involved and, and sort of, um, yeah, win people over. You have a good mm. good little anecdote, good story, get things rolling. And I remember, I remember, see, I caught You're myself. Remembering. I remember, not member. Yep. I remember, <laughs> uh, I remember doing a bit of a speech at his 70th and I'd only done a few podcasts at the time and I was so yeah. nervous and I was like, you know what, it's a really good chance to get up and speak in front of people because mm. I don't do it a whole lot and it's one of those things that's quite hard to do for people yeah. and, you know, taking those opportunities to go, all right, this is something I can have a crack at and learn and, and try and challenge myself a little bit and, you know, you mm. tell some anecdotes and get people laughing a little bit and yep. it's kind of instant feedback which you don't get from a podcast yeah. like this. So, yeah, no, it was cool. But um, I was going somewhere with the the holiday thing a minute ago, and um, you guys are just you guys are just in town for your break this year. Yeah, we we are. Um, we've had a I've just had long service to be honest with you, and um, yeah. so I worked ten years, which it, that surprised me mm. as well. But it crept uh, up. Uh, yeah, well, just that just that I'd done the same thing for ten years is what surprised me more than anything else. Yeah. Um, in in, in this culture, I mean. Mm. And and my background, you know, b- before any of the, this ministry stuff was, you know, just the hospitality and this shop and that shop yep. and a bit of farm work and yeah. here, here and there. And so all of a sudden, you know, found that I'd been in the same place for 30, uh, for 10 years and I was like, wow, it's, that's, mm. that's great. So You've got roots down. Yeah. So, yeah. and, and, um, and the opportunity to take three months paid leave, which is pretty yeah. That was remarkable. Um, Mate, I was so going to get to it, but let's just dive yeah. straight into it because so you guys did Indo for three months, eh? Yeah, we we, um, we travelled around Indonesia for three months. So and sort of half winged it. Pretty much, pretty much winged it. Loose plan. Yeah, very very loose plan. We mm. had we had a we had a sort of a continental plan, a sort mm. of an, an island based plan. We'll do a bit here. We'll do a bit here. We'll do a bit here. Yeah. Um, but we just, the reality was probably every four days we were just hitting the internet looking for the next place we we're going to go. Yeah. So. Did it feel unsettled at any time or just you were in, oh. involved in it? Yeah. Or was it tiring? I mean, it moving. was. It was tiring. Um, living like that's very tiring. With two kids. They've got two with, kids. Yeah, we've got two kids un, under, under 10 or under 11. Um, so that was, that was tiring. Mm. Um, and the uh, the tourist life is different to the settled life. Yeah, it, it's the, because you have limited stuff with you. That's you, you get into a rhythm, but it takes like eight weeks. Yeah, out of yeah. The, you know t- till you hit till you hit a hard rhythm of okay, these are the things I need to do every time I get into a new place mm. or accommodation. Otherwise, it takes you a while to work that out. Um, it's funny that you say tourist life too. I wouldn't. I, you were tourists, I guess. I didn't think of it as being tourists because you weren't. Uh, wasn't yeah, I guess it's not really a holiday. You're not. Yeah, you know, it's, it's not a holiday in in the, in the classic sense that you see, you you're going away for a week and you yeah you, you get a, you, you rent one place yeah. you stay there mm. you eat large you yeah. drink large you have a great time yeah you go home <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know it it was it more was more of an adventure it was more of an adventure like a constant pressing adventure but you um, are still a tourist because you're there to see things you haven't seen and you, you, and you yeah you meet, and yeah. very much uh, the Southeast Asian experience is that you are a tourist mm. like there's nothing you can do about it if you're there you're a tourist yep um, and you're seen as a tourist. Mm. Uh, and if you're an expat, then you're something else. Yeah. Um, but they typically stay in one spot. They stay in one spot and people yeah. know them yeah. in that community. Yeah. Um, typically have some sort of business interest or something over pre- there. They're precisely. involved in the, in the economy and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So, so going into places, every single place as a tourist, was, was it was interesting because you started to see the patterns, you see the form, formula mm. that, is, that surrounds uh, the tourist industry in, in the country that we're in, which was Indonesia. So yep. you see the, the, tur- the pattern, you go, oh, okay, this is how it works. And your experience would obviously change as well from the point of view that 
two months in, you meet some guy in a new town and he sees you and you're a tourist straight away, first day there. But you've been here yep. for eight weeks and met all these other people and you're like, well, okay, man, but I'm... Yeah, yeah, I am, yeah. but it, I'm sort of here for it. It was while. very difficult for the for the guys because we finished in the in the the predominant holiday launch place that most people land, which is Cuda. Yeah. So we we finished there yeah. Yeah, it's on, a weird on like the thirteenth the thirteenth week. Yeah. You know, and so we're there on the thirteenth week. Did that feel really alien oh, to absolutely. everything else? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. C- completely foreign. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and as much as you can be, you know, a foreigner. <laughs> um, and Keeping in mind that we'd done, I'd been the reason we chose Indonesia was because uh, part of my work is that I'd been taking a school group to Mm. a children's home for the last whatever it is, seven years. Yeah, same one, same one, yeah, yeah, same same one one for seven years. And so, um, when I first went, I said to my principal, Do you reckon we're gonna have this is gonna have some legs? And he said, Yeah, I think so. And I I said, What do you reckon about learning the language? And he said, I reckon you should. Yeah, so, so just sort of filtering like. 10, 15 words every year. Yeah. So yeah, ne- yeah, so yeah. when we're on holidays, by the time we got to the end, um, you learn a lot of language yeah. really quickly when, so you, when, had some, when you, you have to. You had some framework to flesh out. had some framework to build on so yeah. then I could build on a lot. Yeah. And so by the time that we were finishing the, the holiday, finishing in Kuta and the, the disappointment that people felt when they talked to me, the tourist operators and the and the... The scammers, yeah, and, yeah, the, yeah. and the the hawkers, yeah. It was so sharp, yeah, right. Because they'd say, "Hey, go on," and you know, I'd just talk back to them in their native language and say, yeah. "Yeah, look, I'm a tour. Look, I've been here for 13 weeks. I'm going next week." Yeah, and they just look at me, and their face would just, the energy would just fall <laughs> out of them. And they go, "You know, you know someone would say, oh, do you want one of these?'" I said, "Mate, you know, I got 12." Yeah, <laughs> you know, what do you what do you want me to do? I got one from the last twelve places I was at. Yeah, and they're all cheaper. Right? And, and, and yeah, and, yeah. and or someone would say, "How do you how do you want one of these?" And say, "Mate, I know what that's worth." Yeah, yeah. Uh, because I, I <laughs> I've seen what what it's costed, uh, you know, on the far side of your country where there's no yeah. tourists. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so it was it was an interesting experience. It, it was fascinating on so many levels. Yeah. Um, I wasn't. Uh, I was really ready to leave at mm. the end. We were like, you know what, we're done. Um, we got to go. Uh, I think that's a funny thing about even just holidays. Like when you know the, the period of time you're going for, you you um you, you nestle in, you settle in, and you know mm. the hardships you'd have along the way and everything. It's going. Mm. This is part of the journey. Yeah. And then when you get to that point where you think, okay, we we'll, we know we're going home soon, and, and mm. you kind of just rationalise it, don't you? You come to terms with the whole thing. You're like, yeah. we're we're going. I'm ready to go back to Australia. Yes. You know, whereas if you were staying for four months, I doubt you would have felt like that at the three-month mark. Mm, Do you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. When you had yeah. it in your, well, we're here for another month, you know, like yeah. maybe we need some rest right now, but you sort of, you rationalise the time frame in, in, yeah. in your mind. Yeah, absolutely. And, and what was it like with two the two kids, mate? Like I, I, I follow a couple of people on um, on social media who travel around Australia with, with kids, mm. some of them with quite young kids. Um and I'm always fascinated by that that, that dynamic of, of traveling with, with kids, you know, in, especially in a foreign oh. country. So, it, it because, like I said, because it's a, it was the tourist experience as well as a prolonged traveling through a foreign country, mm. um, the health stuff comes really to the surface quite high because yep. we're talking about a, a developing country here. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're talking about open sewerage. We're talking about... Um, we're talking about, you know, no one's immunised at the level we are. The yeah. people that you're mixing with. The different immune systems. Different well, immune different systems, yeah. different hygiene systems. Yeah. Uh, so all of that stuff is really sharp in your mind yeah. um, when, you're, when you're thinking about it. And your own health actually is more, almost more important mm. because if you go down, they're without a guardian. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. That, that was actually, that makes it, made it really quite tense at times too so I, I would get sick and I would think you know if I don't get better yeah we have to go home yeah because yeah. who can protect these ones yeah yeah you know, and and all those types of things uh, come into play yeah so safety issues that sort of stuff um uh but did you just feel unsafe anyway not but, uh, look there were a handful of places to be honest where, yep. where I did feel unsafe as in uh, um, staying there or just out yeah, and about yeah just out and about and and staying there mm. um places um look their their religious culture is something that's very strong yep um and they have a very high moral code yeah yeah uh, 
which you wouldn't see a lot of in Bali. You don't actually there. see a lot of it in Bali. You've a got a you've got to travel. For that tourist a lot of concessions made for Bali, but if you start to go into Java, mm. um, Java is a different animal. And different people. Different really, people. Yeah. Uh, every single island's different, and they're very yeah, proud right. of their little cultures. Their micro well, with the, it's not a microculture, I suppose. It's the their actual culture within. and their actual language. Yeah. And so when, when you go to Java and, and you're talking to someone, they're going, "Oh, well, look, this is our actual our native language is actually this." And these they're are just the, a variation. No, it no, it's completely different. different. Oh, wow. Yeah, so so they're different. Uh, yeah. In much the same Aboriginal dialects in Australia are different from tribe to tribe. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's n- not a lot of crossover. That's my understanding. There's not yeah. heaps of crossover. So someone from Arnhem Land is not going to be able to talk to someone from Tasmania. Yeah, right, yeah. All right, someone from Lombok is not going to be able to talk to someone from Java, okay. which is why they have But is there like a Indonesian. Common, common language? Indonesian. Yes. So, yes, yeah. Yes, so yeah. Indonesian was developed for that purpose yeah, because right, there's okay. so many. So they get taught Indonesian in school and their cultural language. Yeah. And, um, and if you know Indonesian and you can listen and talk, talk it, Mm. and they recognise you to be a foreigner, they will flick the switch and just go into their third language. Yeah, right. They'll just go, yeah, Yeah. we speak English and we speak Indonesian and you know what? We think that you understand us, so we're actually going to speak... Just leave you behind. ...Ossing or we're going to speak Balinese. Yeah, right. Because this is... They actually really value that uh, capacity to actually keep... You know, yeah. information from you, yeah, which yeah. is a part of the tourist game. Yep. So, um, but I mean, with with the kids, there's that element there. I mean, expense things are just more expensive when you're kids. I mean, like mm. you know, four air flights is more expensive than two. Um, so you're budgeting on the fly all the time. That kind of that kind of thing. You know, mm. I mean, health that that. Yeah, they're, they're the main. And, and you saw changes in the kids over there. You reckon? Well, look, I tell you, to be blunt, in the first. In the first four, four weeks, I actually saw saw health change. I just saw weight gain because they yeah, just right. eat rice. And, yeah. you know, rice has just got so much sugar in it. And um, yeah. for our particular diet, we're not, we're not ready accustomed for it. Accustomed to it, yeah. Not accustomed to it. I mean, the, the whole Asian breakfast, I mean, like uh, deep fried noodles and, and rice for breakfast. And yeah. we're not traveling in tourist areas. We're traveling in country areas and yeah. staying in... In um, Airbnbs, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, so and they're they're giving us breakfast that they eat. Yep. And I'm just watching my kid balloon. I'm just like going, what the heck's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> Which uh, probably was good timing for for your boy. So, so well, it was because, because he's coming into puberty, growing boy. And he, and he was and he was just smashing the food. But you know, like five weeks in, we we I know it wasn't even. I think it was about four weeks in. Jen just said no. Nah. Where you're, we're choosing your breakfast from now on, and we're putting it on the so plate. They're loving the breakfast, the Indonesian well, breakfast. They're loving it. They're yeah. loving it because yeah, who who doesn't want chicken nuggets for breakfast? Well, well. yeah, you know, chicken nuggets, two minute noodles, and rice. Yeah, right. you know, with with cucumber for salad. Yeah, uh, yeah and yeah. that's breakfast. Yeah, you know, oh, sorry, I need you know, chicken you, nuggets. You want a fruit option? Yeah, okay. Here's a slice of pineapple. Yeah, yeah right. okay, all right. So, you know, meatball soup. You know, yeah. on one, in Java, and yeah. like this guy, what do we want for breakfast? And he got us like donuts and meatball soup. And I'm just like, dude. So they mix in the Western food as a good supplement and it's cheap and stuff like that? Yeah, or? yeah, but only the sweet stuff. Mm. The super sweet, everything's super sweet. It's yeah, like yeah. sugared to the point that, you know, it's diabetes. Oh, yeah, yeah. By the end, of, and a lot of them die of diabetes. Oh, really? They've got the problem. Yeah, it's a problem too. over there because of the you know your rice and your sugars and stuff and the yeah. sugary drinks and all that. So yeah. yeah, well, sugary drinks and stuff. Yeah, shreks them, but um, yeah, but so that that was you know, with with you know with the kids, I'm just like, mate, hmm. you're you're done having breakfast. So, and you met you mentioned the cost, man, and we. If you don't mind going into it at all, I don't know. But what what sort of costs are we looking at for a three month holiday in Indonesia? Doing it the way you guys did it. Okay, so the way we did it was, yeah, we we were tourists, and you can't get away out of that. Yeah, yeah, you got to so pay you, tourist prices. You got to pay tourist prices. Yeah. Um, you can probably once you once you get cunning, you mm. can get it down probably to a half or at least two thirds of what your average tourist is doing for anything. Yeah. But you got to be really, and, and it's not consistently; it's just just intermittently. Yep. So I had a running budget of uh, when we started a running budget of two hundred dollars a day mm-hmm. that we lived on. Okay, I got that down to one hundred and sixty. Yeah. Uh, then we actually had some problems with the bank, which was pretty gross. Um, yeah. Where we uh, over a over a three week period, 
I actually cut it all the way down to 90 Australian dollars a day and there was a couple of days that we did on like 40 and $50 oh, a man. day. So they are, they are intense, Yeah, those days. Like we, were, we were literally like everything went sideways with the bank yeah. and they froze our home loan and oh. just that's where my money goes into my home loan and it gets redrawn. That's yeah. how I get paid. Yeah, right. Um, yep, yep, yep. It's just the way non-for-profit um, payment systems function. Yep. They, they have to go into a debt and then you yeah, have okay. um, That's how that works. So when the bank froze my home loan because... The money wasn't coming out. It literally couldn't come out. Oh, man. And Timing. Yeah, it was pretty gr- It was pretty terrible because I'd already rang them like <laughs> before. Pre-warned I, them. I pre-warned them for three months in advance and asked them for their opinion for three months in advance what was going to happen. They yeah, said yeah, nothing. Yeah, it's yeah, all yeah. good. All it's all good. good. It's all going to be good. Come down to it. No. Come down to it and then I'm... Oh, yeah. it, negligence. There was, some, there was some great phone calls. i got to tell you that. Yeah. They're amazing. Like some of the... Some of the conversations I had with uh, with the bank from, yeah. from you know loved one by Joel, you know I'm, I'm in the far one of the far islands uh, on on the side of like a, a inclined hill, yeah. and and, I, and the guy's going, all you need to do is print out this paperwork and sign it and bring it back. I'm like mate, it's are you? Up, I'll just go down to this fishing boat, mate, and just ask him. He's got a fax. Hey? Yeah, is that what you want me to do? <laughs> uh, yeah, it was pretty rough. It was pretty rough. Look, but anyway, that that was that when when we hit that pinch point, that was great because because up to that point we'd already bought the accommodation for that fortnight. Yeah, and that was the key. We bought by the accommodation that anywhere between sixty, we we'd gone for um, medium low yep. budget. We didn't yep. go lowest. Yeah, like lowest is twenty five to thirty dollars a night. Mm. Pretty rough. Yep. Like it's pretty rough. So yep. we, even mm. at sixty to eighty dollars a night for a family of four, it's pretty rough. It's yep. it's. You live in, you know, think think of sort of a, sh- a shack in a in a in a rural town in Australia. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not great. Yeah. You know, but you know, it's nice. Got got all the amenities you need, etc., yeah. etc. Et you know, free Wi-Fi. Um, once you pinch up past one hundred and fifty to two hundred dollars a day just for accommodation, you're starting to get into good accommodation. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and then you get into stupid land. Yeah. You're like, you know, two hundred to fifty, three hundred bucks a night. Yeah, that that's yeah, that's really good. Yep, that's that's five star stuff. Um, but yeah, so so we when when we hit that pinch point, we were just like, do you know what? We're gonna have to live like locals. Mm. To be honest with you, we we worked it out basically how their economy worked by then. Yeah. So I I I do I I really take a lot of enjoyment about learning. Yeah. So I learned about their culture. You know, I was learning every day. I'm like, I want to know about your national. You know your national festivals, mm. about your religious background, yep, about your okay. history, your wars. I want to know everything yeah. and, and your daily budget, how it functions. So basically, you go to a restaurant, fried rice, four to eight dollars. Mm. Okay. The family? Uh, no, four, four, four to eight dollars per person at a restaurant. Yeah, You'll yeah, pay, yeah. Um, uh, AU. Um, but they are paying about 70 cents a yeah, portion. Right. And they actually don't eat in restaurants. That's not their culture. Yeah. So you see the little bicycles on the side of the road. Yeah. You see a little paper bag. Little paper bag. That little yeah. paper cone. That yeah. costs about seventy cents for them. Yeah, Cost right. me about a dollar yeah. if I walk up to them and yeah. talk to them in Indo, and I'm like, I'll have some fried rice, and I'll just look at me sideways and go, Yeah, it's a dollar, and they, they think they're ripping me off. Yeah, yeah. And I just sort of squint my eyes and go, Cool, man. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll have it for a dollar. Yeah. yeah. So, so you know, you can feed your whole family for four bucks. Yeah. Right. If you're starving, yeah. If if yeah, you're hungry, if you need that food. If you yeah. need to, you know. So yeah. I was buying, buying. You, know, you ate some of that. Oh yeah, we went, went, I, I actually I started to get into it. I mean, they, there's a meal that they have meatball soup. Yeah. Um, it's called baksol, and there's these little bicycles and drive around. Yeah. Two do, two dollars a bowl. It's like four large meatballs in a soup, and they put like cabbage on it and yeah. spices, and and you, they give it to you in a ceramic bowl. And you squat on the side of the road and eat, eat it. Eat it and give it back. And give them the ceramic bowl back. <laughs> you know, cool. I, I began to rate it at the end. I'm like, yeah. so that's what we did when, when we ran out of money. We were like, oh, it's looking pretty gross. We've got to have like a $40 day. We can do $12 for lunch, but dinner's going to be like eight bucks. We're yeah. all having yeah. meatball soup on the side of the road. So, um, Well, that's pretty yeah. cool though, isn't it? Look, it is cool. In hindsight. And I mean, you came hindsight. out the other end of that, you saved a 
shitload oh, of money. We, well, we had to, yeah. We had to, we, yeah. You know, sort of freed your budget up a little bit. We freed bit. the budget up towards the end. Um, Which is pretty cool. Better than having it the other way around. We're, yeah. like, we're here for three weeks. We're going to live on the 60 bucks a day for the, for the rest of the holiday. Yeah, yeah. So you just, just cut it hard and then, and then bounce <laughs> yeah. back. Yeah. yeah. Um, transport's difficult, though. Like, transport's, you, you, you're constantly mm. confused because place Different to place. Different prices. Different prices. Tourists never pay what transport's worth. Mm. Um Generally speaking, if you want to hire a driver and their vehicle to do whatever you want for an entire day, it's about eighty bucks Australian. So yeah, right. That's that's standard. Yep. Um, they'll probably try to pitch it to you for about one hundred and fifty. Yeah, right. Ge- generally speaking, unless it's a really you know good driver, um, their country is going through a really fascinating evolution uh, from hawking and uh, bartering to online systems. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that that that's so I as in booking things like cars and stuff. Ubers, yeah, yeah. So yeah, right. the Uber was banned, and they made their own company. The, yeah, okay. Their own company, which is called Grab, and basically, I would. What's go Jack? Same oh. thing, but only for Indonesia. Grab covers all of Southeast Asia, oh, okay. so you can get a Grab account. We had to go to Malaysia because our visas screwed up. Yep. And we, and that that app just transferred straight across. We got on the plane and in. in in Jakarta, got off in. Um, well, where did the the passport um, of the visa issue? How did that coincide with the the bank issue? Oh, at the same time, it was awesome. The better, best to have that, really, though, isn't it? Rather you want to have a sphincter moment, eh? You yeah. want it to just just all come together yeah. and just crush you, so that it's all done at once. Done at once, because you yeah. know you're hard to enjoy yourself. But we'd had the, we'd, You remember that they did some good stuff with tax here last year. I don't know what they did, but but a lot of people got took heaps. Yeah, no, no, no. They, they, they always take heaps. <laughs> that's that's not the thing. I, I remember hearing back a lot of people got t- got good tax returns last year. No. They jigged it somehow. I don't know. Um, and we were one of those those groups that, that I managed to get a windfall of like 1500 bucks oh, good, nice. uh, from the tax and, yep. I, and I got that just before the bank sort, of, sort of boned us yep. and the visa fell over which yep. had been pre-organised and so I was like well we can go home or we can fly to another country and fly back yeah so because that's how the visas work over there yep, you yep. Go. dip out and you dip out come back every 30 days and Malay- Malaysia was a was a hotel deal Malaysia was a, ho- a hotel deal we, we actually got it well we, we used the the, the bookings.com thing again yep and we to be honest we got a, a high-rise apartment in some random deserted city and it was oh yeah that's right it was weird man it was weird. yeah it was, it, it was odd like it's like They'd living in too the fast and there was no industry to support it. Yeah, of sort yeah. of like what they've done in in China. Is that yeah, so so basically they they forced the economy into. They tried to push the economy yeah. and they built like twenty, thirty high rises, mm. and you could just see them everywhere, half built, like all the same. Yeah, no, not all different. So they're, huh. they're quite creative people. The Malaysians, yeah, from right. what I gather, they got very interesting like design and the city and that. Yeah. To be honest, you get it from coming from Indonesia and getting off on on the Malaysia. Like the first thing is is I'm using the same app, right? And I get mm. this driver comes on, and I hop in the car, and the car is spotless mm. and it's clean. And the guy looks at me and he goes, "Put your seatbelt on, man." <laughs> And speaking in, in really fluent English. Yeah, yeah. I've just come from Jakarta where I'm like in a, in a car with my feet through the floor, windows smashed out. <gasps> and this guy's not just nodding because he doesn't know how to say yeah, English, yeah. you know. Yeah. And, you know, and, and so there's a huge cultural difference between yeah. those two countries. It's massive. There's a class system with in the within the different Asian countries and stuff. Hey, yeah, any yeah. of the cultures. Within. You can tell it's classist, and it's yeah. it's, it's pretty obviously classist. Yeah, um, you see the way sometimes someone in a restaurant or something will talk to another another Indonesian person, whatever that comes yep. in, and they're not the right, you know, wrong, 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 wrong Asian. Yeah, and they yeah. give them a, a sort yeah. of quite a dismissive. Right, I, t- I have to tell you that. Growing up in Australia, it was always drummed into me how, how bad racism was, mm, and yeah. I was very against racism. It's like in our blood. Um, there was mm. there was it was in our cult in, in our cultural literature. Yeah. Uh, I grew up in an area where there was a lot of racism, yeah. and it never took. I just always found it to be disgusting. Yeah. Um, and so when you when you first actually when I started to experience racism from the other side of the fence, yeah, yeah, it was remarkable. Yeah. I just, 
it was amazing. <laughs> like I'm lined up. Being marginalised. Yeah, I'm being marginalised because like I walk into a supermarket out the back of this some some town, mm. and uh, and they just look at me and they're just looking at me and and it's obvious what they're thinking. Why are you here? Yeah, yeah. You don't belong here. <laughs> and then you, you're in the line and someone just walks up and just pushes you out the road and pays and gets their stuff first. Yeah, yeah. And just looks at you and just like you've just got to cop it. You should wear that, and yeah. then, and then you bring an item up to the counter, and you know what it's worth. And yeah. the guy looks at you. He looks at the item, looks back at you, and doubles the price. And you go, "What are you doing, man?" And he's like, "That's what you're paying." Just, just shrugs his shoulders, just looks at you, and you start to. And when you start to hear people using racist slurs oh. and their language against oh, you, oh really? Go home. Is that one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pulang, Pulang, go home. Oh, is that what it means? Yeah, go home, man. Pulang. Uh, you know, hey, yeah, white guy, go home. You're just like, <laughs> fire out, man. Woof, woof, woof. Yeah, yeah. What's the story, dude? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah it, it, interesting. very interesting. Like, I uh, I never in, a, in my life imagined that I would be discriminated against, be on the end of a racial, uh, the negative side of the racial equation. And now, does it soften for you? Like it does definitely in Bali for dudes with dreads. Ryan's got a big set of dreadlocks like myself. You'll see in the photo I'll put up on, on Instagram at the end of this. But does it soften for you with the dreadlocks in other parts of India? Or they're, not, they're not into it. Oh, no, the Rasta thing. The Rasta thing is, is massive, big... particularly in the Gili Islands. If you're, Gili Islands are, are wonderful. The Europeans love to go there. It's a bit like a sort of the Ibiza of. Yeah, yeah never been, but I've heard about it. Yeah. Uh, look. They're fascinating, um, fascinating islands in that sense. But yeah, but I mean, the drug culture is so heavy there, mm. which is frightening because it's the death penalty in Indonesia. If you get caught doing it, <sighs> yeah, like you're dead. Yeah, yeah, like just, yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, and but always people, so they they take one look at the dreads. They're trying to they're trying to push it on you, and I marijuana, go, cocaine. Yeah, you want you want mushroom? Yeah, yeah. Blow your mind. I think the mushrooms are different. Yeah, over there, but yeah. And I'm just like, dude, I can't be doing that, man. Yeah, just, yeah. No. Yeah. I don't, don't want to die. Want to be associated with the conversation. <laughs> like, Thanks, man. Yeah, thank yeah. you. And um, yeah, and then they sort of you know sort of sort of skulk away and sort yeah. of look sideways, make sure that you know. Yeah. Because, you know, they have a win if you say yes. But yeah. How many people must say yes? That's the other thing. I'm just like, mm. yeah. for, it, for it to actually, for it to be a deal. Like, I'm like, I mean, I don't think people don't make the best decisions after a few <laughs> bintangs, you know. Oh, you smash <laughs> a few bintangs, put a few cocktails in you, a few, yeah. chip, few, few $8 cocktails, yeah, Arak cocktails. Yeah, and man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Anyway, it's just too oh, yeah. But, but do you I, feel it was, it'd be a bit different if you were a clean cut, Oh yeah, look. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, often... Often the things that were pitched at me, you could see that they were pitching to to what they thought I was. Yeah, yeah. Until you know the next day, um, next day I'd be walking down the street with my wife, and my kids. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden it's different again. They're like, oh, okay. Like like the massage parlors all calling you over, trying yeah, to call yeah. you in. Yeah. Hey, Rasta man. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, no, no, it's okay. It's good. It's good. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, and when you stayed in a place for a while too, then then after the second, third day, they're just like, I don't bother with that guy. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, married, he's got kids, yeah. he's not interested. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. See if you can sell him some, you know, soap or something. I don't know. <laughs> 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 something else. Something else. Try flog him something else. Yeah, yeah. just keep trying the angles. Yeah, how does yeah. that. Um, so you've also done some travel. Um, you, you and my sister Jen did some travel around Oz back in the day before you had the kids. Yeah, a li- little, a little bit. Look, did a bit, didn't you? We did a bit. Like geographically, we did a bit. Um, yeah. I wish we'd, I wish we'd done more. But I mean, we're, we're only three quarter, tra- uh, only two thirds travel the country geographically. So where'd you go from to? So look, we got married in Perth. We moved to Bustleton, lived yeah. there for eighteen months or something, just yeah. working hospitality. Um, so we um, did all the southwest, all all the stuff that you do. Yeah. Never really went further than Warpole, to be honest. Yep. Um, when we were down there, and then we sort of cut up uh, the coast on a, on a journey, I suppose, mm. um, and landed in Broome and lived there again, again for about twenty odd months. Yeah. Uh, um, so we lived in Broome, so we did the northwest thing in that that sense. Um, yeah. That was pretty cool. Um, Jen uh, Jen got pregnant there. And yeah, then we decided yeah. it was time to pull stumps. Yeah. So 
our plan was to keep was while she was pregnant to just do the thing but pregnancy yeah. and Jen did not work same with my wife just, yeah it's not, it wasn't good um, yeah. so there's no such thing as morning sickness it was just sickness yeah right um, so so we um, we thought you know we'll push through to Darwin and we pushed up uh, to Kununurra mm-hmm. um, but you've got to think we're, we're driving in a combi van um, yep. Pop top combi pop van. Pop top so combi van. Were you sleeping in a swag or in the bed in the van? In the bed in the van. Yeah, we had a dolly trailer on the back, saying. and uh, and to be honest, we were pulling. Had a what on the back? A uh, little, little, tiny little box trailer, like any little box, little you know, whatever, one point eight by one point eight yeah. box trailer. Yeah. yeah. With a canopy on it. I'm trying to remember. It, and yeah. it was just full of crud, man. Stuff that we didn't need. <laughs> you know, we just you just. Cart and junk it takes around. a while to nail that system. It, it so around. does, and and th- that actually sorted it for us because we got all the way to Kununurra, and you know I just serviced the, the the car before I left Broome with someone who was a mechanic, and I thought I'd become a mechanic because he'd showed me a few things. Yeah, I'm driving through the. It's actually quite hilly from Broome to Kununurra. Yeah, There's right. quite a few hills on the way, and we're in this little you know, not even two liter. I think it was 1800. Mm. You know, with like engine trying to push all this crud around yeah and uh probably not built for pulling yeah it wasn't built for pulling and i'm just watching the petrol tank just like just it was was like real time yeah it's just like falling (laughs) in real time and i just got out on the side of the road and i just tweaked tweaked the uh tweaked the carby a bit see if i could make it a bit leaner so i get a bit more pull out of it a bit more bit more juice and um yeah no bad idea you went the other way Nah, no. Nah, I just if you if you lean up your fuel, yeah, make it too hot when it burns. Uh, so right. burn a cylinder head off. Mm. It's a long story. So, so we got to Kununurra and and it was all good. And then we tried to drive out of Kununurra and, and just went kapow. Mm. You know, like fifty k's out of Kununurra and blew the blew it and then started pouring smoke and crud out of it. And so yeah. so we went back to Kununurra, sold the trailer, sold the three hundred dollars worth of petrol, which I just bought in Jerry's. Yeah. Just oh, siphoned it out. Yeah, no, no. I had it in Jerry's. I just sold sold the whole Jerry's. Just put them out the front uh, front of the okay. caravan park. Yeah. Dollar a liter. It was dollar seventy when I bought it. <laughs> dollar a liter Jerry included. And just, <laughs> just disappeared. Put everything on a truck on the truck. Sent it back to Perth. Um, and then we went. Okay, holiday can't end here. We've mm. still, you know, we still need to travel. So yeah, expand expanded the credit card. Go back and um, it was actually your cousin Matt had a had this little Hyundai XL and uh, he needed to move it because he flew, he drove it over or he bought it here or something yeah. and then he flew back to Dubbo yeah. uh, New South Wales because yeah, he lived, he lived he was from Dubbo and he, he, he came over and he, he lived with your old boy for a little XL yeah, yeah a little, little, little yellow Hyundai XL and then yeah. I looked at Jen and said well he wants it back let's just we want to travel we want to travel so yeah. we so we went from travelling in a bus with all this stuff yeah. A Hyundai XL, two sleeping bags, pop-up tent. Yeah, and we kept a cardboard box in the back with a, with a, a fry pan, a box of matches, <laughs> yeah. and like a couple of tins. That was it. Yeah, and so we downsized from that to that, and then we um yeah then we did the Great Ocean Road. Uh, we did the Great Ocean Road. We we went Nullarbor first, mm-hmm. Air Peninsula. Really nice. It's, um, well, you know, it's all a bit burnt down now, but yeah. uh, Air Peninsula popped up into Adelaide, went across to Kangaroo Island, which also is burnt now. Yeah. <laughs> Travelled Kangaroo Island for a week, um, come back, did the Great Ocean Roads, Ottaways Rainforests, rate the Ottaways. If you ever get a chance to go to the Ottaways, Ottaways. Ottaways Rainforest, semi temperate rainforest in Australia. Where is it? What's, what's it's between way? Adelaide and Melbourne on the Great Ocean Road. Okay. Um, yeah, remarkable. Yeah, glow worms. And oh, that. really? Yeah, it's it's, it's fascinating. Big big timber. Yeah. It's you know all, all your growth. all of your moss mossy, your real sort of Instagrammy. You know, yeah, water yeah, water yeah. flowing over mosses in creek bed stuff. Might yeah. be a while. Might be a while. Yeah, it's it's a ways away. But yeah, yeah, no, we did till it's like uh, that again. Well, that I don't right? think the Ottaways burnt. Okay. Yeah, I don't think the Ottaways burnt. Um, okay. Probably more up the Blue Mountains and that yeah. that sort of area did. I know Blue Mountains, New South Wales, anyway. But um yeah, but then when we uh, then we just cut up through Victoria, mm. um, through my, Mildura, through Mildura, which is where I grew up as a kid, yeah. uh, most of my life, uh, yeah. biggest chunk, and um, yeah, then we cut up, yeah, cut up to Dubbo, and yeah, so that so that how was that. How long did that take? Oh, I can't remember. It might have been about three or four weeks, I think. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah so just just worked that. 
Cool. I just did a sneaky beer run. <laughs> Stop the recording. <laughs> See, I could have just pretended that nothing happened then. No, no one would know the better. No, no. no one would have known. Yeah. Um, hey, but we were just talking about the fires before then, and I had a mm. couple of notes written down here about them because I know it's be rude not to mention it. It's timely. But yeah, like yeah. I, I've been tr- having trouble getting my head around. Um, yeah, it's been really surreal. Hmm. hearing about it, see all the stuff on the TV. I don't really watch TV, to be honest, but Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, yeah, it's it's been hard for me to get my head around. I've never experienced fires like that. I've never lived in hmm. an area with that kind of old, you know, all that, that kind of vegetation either. Yeah. Um, so, but, I mean, it's obviously been horrific. It's been burning for oh, months yeah. in the country. Yeah, well, we had one up the road here, so that was ours was the biggest one in the news... Uh, four weeks ago, yeah, I think it was four, four you weeks guys ago. Were on was, yellow alert here. Yeah, so our place was on yellow alert. Um, it's amazing what happens, like your psychology, the shift yeah. when you when you think everything that you got could be gone. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really it's really quite quite phenomenal. Um, just how and and the, the yellow alert things, no joke. Hey, eh? it's um, even if you're not actually in any danger, which in hindsight, I'm not really in any danger here. Mm. I'm too close to Maine's water and stuff. Like, fireys would never let it get to the middle of a town. Yeah. They're just too good at what they do. Yeah. Like, honestly, um, they're good at what they do. Yeah. And if they if, if it gets out of control, it's because it was probably going to get out of control. It's what, what, you, what, what I saw, like, we had the fire here, and you could see the flames just, it's just up in the sky. From, I mean. from, from here? here from my house, flames. I could see them three kilometres, like two kilometres away, one kilometre away, peeking over rooftops. Like wow. that. Huge, man. They're massive. So, so these guys are out there and they, we, got, we, didn't, we lost only the first house that, that was within the first hour of the fire um, we lost here in the whole area. Is that the one? That was the one near the petrol station the down on the road. Station, yeah, that, yeah. Well, so there's only one house lost in the petrol station. It was really actually Did very that sad. Go kaboom. I don't like. I don't. I don't think petrol stations are, are engineered to be allowed to go kaboom. Oh, yeah, okay, they um, shut off. Yeah, everything shut shuts off. off safety valves and stuff. Yeah. But um, but there's just a lot enough material there. Yeah, for yeah it to it'd be, still be. Yeah, yeah it's pretty pretty terrible. There's to be fuel there for. Um, but but to put it in context of how good the fireys are, we had an arsonist light up a scrub. 50 metres away from my house. Yeah. In the middle of this bushfire, mind you. Like, with that? I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. Haven't I don't know. they arrested Look, 50 people or something it's, it's, now? I, I, don't, I haven't kept up with it. I just know that that was, that, that was lit up. And and when that happens, like, you turn around and there's flames. On, on, and you're going, behind there's you. smoke behind you. Now it's in the direction of the wind. Now it's only 50 metres away. Yeah. And, and the fire is a And the fire is a very busy. Yeah. You know, they're busy. So, but I went down there and, and you're just watching these guys, they just understand fire. Yeah. Right. You know, so I'm panicking. I'm looking at, looking at this fire going, go and put it out, it's man. It's unpredictable to you. I'm, I'm looking at it going, when are they going to put some water on this thing? And the fire is just standing there just watching it burn. They knew it was, it was burning itself out or something. Yeah. Like and so they knew what it was doing and how it was functioning. Yeah. And they knew that it wasn't going to hurt anyone and that it just needed to do this, this and this and then it'd be over. Yeah. Whereas I'm just sitting there going, looking at these, out. looking at this truck, looking at these houses, going, dudes, are you gonna put that fire out? Yeah. And they no, they just know it. That one's gonna burn out. That one's not gonna be a problem. Yeah, right. Okay? Wow. So they get it, you know. So, but yeah, the the way that the community, the whole community gets tired. Do they talk mm. about the community being tired in the news? That's yeah, legitimate right. because when you're on yellow alert, anyone on that's alert. on on yeah, you're on alert is one thing. So you're checking the checking the the website every 45 minutes in the middle of the night you're getting up checking yeah, it yeah. um to see if the wind's shifted to see if it's coming your way see if now you're on evacuate yeah or if, if it's if your yeah, zone's yeah. shifted because yeah. they shit they update it every 50 minutes yeah you know and so you gotta check again what if we've been told to get out yeah. And then people that are getting out, they don't always have somewhere to stay. We had a we had a family come and stay here with us. Yeah, uh, here, um, you know, for a night, and that's a and long night. Ha- and they've had to abandon their house. They had to leave their house, and so they're stressed out. They grab what you and they got kids. Into, into they got kids. They got pets. They got pets with them in the car. They got cats. They got dogs. Oh, they had to man. leave leave a pet kangaroo at their house. Oh, really? Their kids are wondering whether everything's going to be burned down. Whether yeah. things are going to be dead. And this is what you were talking about—the psychology of. The, you've got to take a bite in your head you've got to take a bite 
Yeah. You got to say goodbye. And so when this one cranked up over here, uh, you know, like my son was, because he's only 11, when these guys came over, he wasn't really getting it, mm. that they were so distressed. And I said, mate, you, you just got to calm down because these guys, they're really hurting. Yeah. They don't know what's about to happen. Yeah, yeah. So when this cranked up here, I said, so I was packing things. You got four things, mate. You can put four things in a bag. That's it. Yeah. Say goodbye to everything else in this room. Yeah. Like it clicked a bit for him. And he's starting, he's starting to click. And it's clicking for me. And you go, yeah. like, I'm, I'm going, man, you know. Yeah, all okay. of a sudden you go from, ah, look at my house. Look at all the things I've built. Look, what all, a great look spot at all this. To, to, this okay. is just stuff. We've got to go. Yeah, we've got to go. And, and what do I need to rebuild? Quick, grab passports, certificates. Some photos. <laughs> yeah, well, luckily everything's in the cloud now, so yeah, whatever. old photos. Yeah. yeah, old photos, yeah. And then you just go, right, everything else is dead. Yeah. So it's amazing when you shift into that space. And so yeah. these people that, that are in these communities, they're hurting real bad. Yeah. Especially, and for those that have, have lost stuff, like the, the family that lost the service station, I can tell you I've seen them twice. Yeah. Uh, just in passing, and their demeanor is different. They yeah. are different people. Yeah. Just I passed them as they're walking walking into like the, the local IGA, whatever it is, grocery yeah. store. And I just look and we know these people, they're locals. We yeah. I bought bought petrol from them for, you know, years, you know, and you see them and you go, Far out and, and what you, do you say? What do you say? Sorry? Yeah. You know? What, what am I supposed to do? Everything feels empty in like situations like that. Yeah, it? yeah. You just see him and you just go, wow. So, <sighs> so yeah, it's, it is traumatic. And I missed all the political back and forwards oh. and what did this and what did that and who's to blame and whose fault is it. It's an Australian thing though, isn't it? We'll blame the pollies. We'll blame the poli politicians. We'll do and this. It's a natural disaster. It's, it is. It's supposed to band together. It's a disaster mm. is what it is. Who caused it? It's a disaster and it's happening. Yeah, yeah. It's like the same when the, when that, that, that dipstick shot up New Zealand. Yeah. You know, this is a disaster. Don't tell me that, that radical left or ra yeah. radical right or, you know, border force. Pontificate just, later. Yeah, just, just help them. Yeah. Just, yeah. you know, and I was, to, the, to the country's credit, there's been a lot of help. Yeah. Well, there has. You know. There's been some great um, people pulling together, you know, and uh, somebody, uh, a bloke I've got, I have him on Instagram, you know, and he's um, he used to do my dreads. He's a gay dude, mm. Jordan, and and he put up this thing that all these different people from like um, music and entertainment, comedians, mm. artists, all this sort of stuff, who you know, put, put banded together and raised millions and millions of dollars um, yeah. for, through fundraisers for this. And then it says at the end, "Tell me again why the arts are worthless." You know, it's yeah, yeah, like, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> it's true, man. Like yeah, people yeah. didn't Metallica send a bunch of money? Oh, heaps of. I mean, I, I know oh, Pink I did a million. Today, you know? I know, um, and that's uh, that leads me to another thing I was going to bring up was um, was I follow um, Chris Hemsworth. On, okay, on yeah, Instagram yeah. Love yeah. him He's a funny dude He's sort of like yeah. our rock He's like yeah, a strange sure, sure. rock You know <laughs> He's yeah. just he, he really doesn't take himself Too seriously Even though he's mm. this sort of You know Picture, picture perfect yeah, bloke yeah, yeah. You know yeah. um, Great work ethic And all that sort of stuff And He was under attack For having um, Some uh, Water trucks He's Got a home over in Sydney Somewhere I'm not sure exactly where But that was You know In a fire Sort of evacuation area And all that sort of thing And they had water trucks Come in To his property yeah. And people around the community were slamming him yeah, um, in the media were. saying, oh, yeah, he's yeah. bringing all water trucks in for his gardens. And he said, mate, we're on the same water supply as everyone else here and there's no water in town. We're bringing in water to drink and we've got people staying here as well who are in need. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, so yeah. the water's for drinking water. Yeah. It's none, <laughs> of it's, none of it's for, uh, oh, for, it's for, the, for the garden. Isn't the, isn't the clickbait economy oh, mate. awful? And he kind of said, I don't normally respond to this stuff, but I think in this, you know, it's in this setting. situation, I need yeah. to explain what's going on. So he was on there saying, you know, my family's donated a million dollars and, you know, if you want to donate to this fundraiser, that fundraiser, blah, blah, blah. Mm. But I've, I've noticed this weird sort of... Um, like social media donation kind of peacocking nearly. I'm not sure yeah, what it's about, yeah. whether it's whether it is that, just in his case where I think it was more like, look, man, we're like we've donated money, get involved and do it, or if it's some a little bit of it is, is look, there's a, it's an old yeah, man, it's it's an old problem. Mm. It's an old human problem. I mean, I mean look what I gave. I thought I yeah, find yeah, it very yeah. weird. 
Well, you know, you know, talking to a minister here, I mean, you, know, the, the, you go to the good book, he says, don't let your left hand know what your right hand's doing. And, mm. and, he's, and, and the, the expression means if you're going to do something good with your right hand, your strong hand, yeah, um, don't let your weakness take away from that. Yeah. By, by snatching it back some yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Just don't do that. That's a great just, saying. You know, don't, don't, don't yeah. do something. Because someone oh, says it, you go, that's really great what you did. And it's really douchey that you're telling me about exactly, it. Exactly, yeah, yeah. What, what is it what, what's, uh, in uh, Robert Downey Jr. in The Avengers? Yeah, don't, don't be a douche when you do someone a solid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I found that quite interesting, you know, that, that whole thing. And yeah. now that's different from, from me bringing up your donation. No, no, don't. don't <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell that story? Look, it's a good it, it, It's only because it's a good story. It's a good story. Yeah, yeah. Look, and I brought it up. Look, okay. Okay, all right. So You don't have to disclose numbers. No, all right. It, it's it, up to you. It, oh, anyway, it, it's good with the numbers. <laughs> okay, it, it is. It's good with it. It's better with the numbers, isn't it's it? It's a good story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, like, so everyone's feeling the, feeling the thing. So we've had all these fireys here. They're putting all these fires out. They're doing a good work. And I'm, I'm walking through the supermarket <clears throat> and there's a subway there. And I see these two fireys and they're at Subway and there's a problem with his card with his, with his, and I'm looking at him and I'm, I'm having that thing. Come on, mate. You know, you can do that. And, I, and I'm like, all right, you know, it's just before Christmas, you know, yeah. I'm thinking, oh, you know, I'll go, I'll, go by, I'll, I'll shout them lunch because I'm a good Aussie bloke yeah. and, you know, and they're, they're fighting the fires for me. Yeah. Why not? So, so I saw them there fidgeting around with, with the FPOS machine. I just went over there, all chest, you know, it's like, it's all right, guys. And, and he says, I started rolling with his card, and I said, we'll try mine. And, I, and I've thrown the card at the ATM machine, like, not even thinking. And, and the younger fire, looks at me, he's going, mate, this is lunch for the entire squad. This is 400 bucks. <laughs> but, <laughs> You've already committed. I was, I'd already committed. It was too late. I had the card in the machine. And then what do you do then? Yeah. I hadn't put the pin in. What am I supposed to do? Pull it out and just look at him and skulk off, skulk away, and yeah. then you know. So I'd already committed. It was too. I'd come in too hot, and and I had to crash. It was nothing to do. So so I put the card in and I'm looking at him, going, <laughs> big swallow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I pulled the card out. I walked away, and I felt. I was just like. It did not feel good. Heart sunk. <laughs> My heart sunk. I was just like Devo. It's <laughs> so, holiday period. It was, <laughs> Christmas is coming up. Oh man, it was it was amazing, and it made the worse. By the fact that um, I'd just been barking at my wife the night before for wasting too much money on Christmas gifts. <laughs> you know, like, uh, what are you buying a ten dollar toy for? Yeah, yeah. The stocking. He doesn't. Need, you don't need more toy. And oh, she, oh golly, it was oh so bad. <laughs> But yeah, just you know, you know, there's uh, there's a pro again in the good book. There's a proverb that says says uh, says there are woe to the one who boasts of gifts he does not give. <laughs> woe to the one who boasts of gifts he does not give. Yeah, and so it go, goes around talking about how wonderful you are, but then you never actually back it up. Yeah, right. and I stepped in too hot. Yeah, put the card in. I'm just like I can be that knob. Yeah. That everyone goes. Remember that guy that said he's gonna pay for he was gonna pay for us, and then he chickened out. <laughs> Or you can be that guy. They're like, that guy that bought four hundred bucks worth of sandwiches. Yeah. What the heck was with that guy? He must be balling. <laughs> he must be just. Oh man, that guy there. Yeah. So yeah, so that that's why I went. So yeah, still paying it off. So <laughs> <laughs> down to Subway every week. Give him another twenty. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> oh man. Oh, well, you did the right thing. Yeah. Man, yeah. Well, sandwiches. you know. <laughs> Anyway, it's 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 pretty bad. It's embarrassing to tell it. So, oh yeah. mate, it's a good story. Yes, yeah. Look, man, it's I know the w- the women are in there. They are hanging with the children. A a, we've gone for an hour. Do we yeah. wrap it up? I reckon we'll wrap it up. Well, I've got heaps some more stuff I could talk about. This is what I wanted to chat to you, mate. You're easy to talk to. You got a good uh, perspective on life. You know, <laughs> you got a, you're in a different um, lane to me. You yep. know, but um, I like speaking to people. Um, I've got this weird analogy that I like to think that um, I'm not in the matrix. I'm not one of the dudes plugged in, just slogging away, doing my hours, mm. just very limited options through life, you know, and I like to speak to people who I feel, whether they 
think about it that way or not have the same mm. kind of outlook. You know, you do exciting stuff. You, you guys think outside the box. You and my sister make things work with um, what you've got to at hand, you know, um, something that me and Em are trying to do a bit more of around our place as well. Mm. And just not, I feel like you guys aren't in the box. You're not in plugged into mm. the machine like that, you know. And I just like that. I like being around that, like speaking to people yeah. like that. And um, so I thought I'd just have a chat to you on here, man. And I will. Appreciate it. Thanks like I said, the, uh, there's more stuff we can talk thanks about. Thanks for the We've got to go. We want to eat. We've got to eat, man. Um, and the kids are going to drive our wives yeah. crazy. Yeah, so. yeah they are, man. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's it. We'll just wrap it up there, man. Like I said, I'll, I'll, everything else I've got on here, I can cover on my own next week anyway. It gives me more stuff to talk about. I won't pump through all my, all my material. Too good. But um, yeah, really appreciate your time, man. It's been good. Easy. All right, take it easy. See ya.